Hi. How's it going? How is things? Well, I mean, I'm like hot and bothered over here, you know. Got Captain America butt. I'm got, telling you. Sarah my, Boone. My tatas. <laughs> <laughs> getting it all today. Erica Man, Martin. it's been a while. Yes. Vacation. Then just life. And now here we are. Well, our listeners are dying to hear how your vacation went. Well, because for four weeks they have been listening to, <laughs> well, I'm not there yet, but yes. future me is probably doing this. Yes. Yes. So, so um, were we right on anything? Washington State is beautiful. We really miss it. Uh, we managed to get there and stay at the beginning half of that heat wave anomaly. Fun. Like it was to the point where they were canceling flights. Wow. So we had the chance, a very slim chance, of them canceling our flight to Vegas. But I guess since we're going from one hot climate to the next, they didn't have a problem with it. But there were a lot of flights canceled because of the heat. Was it that hot? It was pretty fucking hot. Okay. Hello, Mr. Race Car. Exactly what you said you didn't want to happen. He knows when I hit record. And here we are. Um, So, Washington State, again, beautiful. We really miss it there. I got to see Jez, which was good. We had lunch Woo-hoo. together. Or breakfast. Awesome. It was brunch. Somewhere in there. Um, So, we just... Food. You got food. Yeah, we okay. hung out, ate some food, um, gossiped a little bit. Mostly about Navy work stuff, you know, because yeah. what else do we have? Exactly. Um, The wedding. Uh, The wedding. The wedding is a saga, and we're just going to leave it at that. Okay. Okay. Right. So the wedding, a saga. Um, unfortunately, it did not happen. Both of them were probably in it for the wrong reasons, is what we've surmised, and the saga continues. So Saga continues. Well, hopefully they are able to work it out, and if it's meant to be, it will happen. Yep, and if not, then... I'm sure they'll continue on in their adulty lives going their separate paths. They'll find the one. <laughs> it's and just then, not the one that, you know. Yeah. yeah. They, like mm-hmm. like you said, if it's meant to happen, they'll figure it out. And then Vegas. Vegas was a lot of fun. Um, Are you rich? No. Oh. Yeah. I was like, so hopeful we could both retire at the same time. Yes, me too. Don't worry. I was, <laughs> like Every time I sat down, I'm like, okay, this is the winning machine. Nah. Not the winning <sighs> machine. And you should my, have rubbed your tatas on it. Maybe that would have helped. Like, the problem is, is my husband's like this bad aura energy or something. I don't know. But anytime he walks near me and I'm winning on a machine, I instantly just start losing it all. So, like, I was up on roulette. And the minute he came back by to see how I was doing, started losing. It's, I don't, yeah. That's when you just leave the casino and go to the one right next door. And no, don't tell him. No, no. Because, like, we enjoy hanging out together. He doesn't like to gamble, but he likes watching people gamble. Yeah, but if it makes you lose, you got to win. You got to tell him. Well, at the same time, like, playing these (laughs) is just like playing video games. We were doing it to have fun. Got it. So, it's fine. But, yes. That's awesome. But y'all did have a good time. Huh? Y'all did have a good time in in Vegas. Yeah. Stayed within your, your budget. Our little gambling budget. We stayed within it. Lost it all. All of that budgeted money. Uh, and then we met up with Gravy Goyle and Ellie. And we had. How'd that go? We had brunch and we had dinner. More food. And more food. Okay. Lots of food. We had lots of food. And we went to the casino in between and gambled and just hung out. 
so that was pretty fun. And it was awesome. like taking them from the video game, like out of Discord and putting them in real life. Whoa. It was that, exactly like, yeah. That those are, that's the best when, you know, you can meet somebody in real life and realize they're the same pain in the ass as they are on the video game. Well, they weren't even a pain in the ass. They were, they, like, just, they, got, they act exactly like they do in, in, on the Discord. <laughs> elevator music, elevator music, elevator music. You sang the whole time, didn't you? No, not the whole time. But I did get a good <laughs> pop and a pour. Nice. I have to listen for it. I wasn't sure if you... I did sing a little. A little. Then I popped and poured and... Popped and poured. Popped and poured. All right. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, vacation was good. And then I took an extra week off. And within that time, I have royally fucked up my sleep schedule. Oh, fun. Um, played a lot of the new WoW patch. So they... You know, new content out, did that, and then started playing Final Fantasy fourteen online. Heck yeah. It's actually pretty fun. Yeah. What about the obsession? What obsession? The story obsession. Oh, sorry. The reading. Oh, um, I've, I'm caught up now, so I have to wait every week for the episodes to release, and oh. not amused. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, you do not look amused at all. Because <laughs> I feel like, at that point, I've already kind of data dump some of the stuff I had read. So what I'll end up doing is going back like six episodes and then just reading up to the new one and then yeah. go from there. But that's I do that with TV shows. Like you have to rewatch the whole series before the new one comes yeah, out. Yeah, because you've already forgotten what the hell they've covered. Drives Eric fucking crazy. Yeah. He gets so mad, but like, what can you it's do? like the Witcher. They waited what? How many years between? Two like years, two? two and a half, three? Is the second one coming yeah, out? Yeah, it's slated. I think I read December of this year. Oh, so season two. Yep. So I'm gonna have to add that back to my list. <laughs> what? Like, even though it's a lot of, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, like yeah. that raspy. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um. How about you? How, what What have you been up to this last four weeks? Now that future you is caught up to present you. I know it's been a whiplash. I'm telling you, I think I got <laughs> got a crick in my neck. Um, uh, oh well, everything on the house. We're just waiting for the appraiser to go out there okay. before we can actually get a final closing date. But all the numbers, all the figures, all the papers, all the signatures. My firstborn, a blood of a virgin, mm-hmm. a kidney, the devil's horn, a kidney on the black market. Ooh, nice. Maybe even my big toe. All of that has been sacrificed, and we are just waiting for the appraiser. Um, he should be able to go out not this week, but next week. Okay. So I know the owner asked for us to push it back a week because he had he's got um, a contractor coming out to finish a project he was doing that he wants completed, which we're totally okay with. Yeah. If it betters the house and ups that value, I'm good with it. <laughs> I will take it. Um, let's see. I really haven't played much, to be honest. That's okay. I've been, um, like, binge-watching TV shows like crazy. Uh, the last one I just finished was Mindhunter. It was pretty good on Netflix. What's it about? 
murderers. Uh, it's about the FBI going back and interviewing serial murderers oh, okay. to try to figure out a pattern and like, come up with basically the behavior of criminals, essentially. Like what causes people to become serial murderers. So this is pretty interesting. Got some pretty good stories in there. I'm probably going to do. Like what motivates them to want to yeah. murder? How did it start? Like it's more than just this guy killed this guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is kind of how it was back then. So it kind of is what developed the whole uh, profiling type thing. Yep. So did that. And now I'm binge watching the Big Bang Theory just because I found out it was on HBO Max. And I was like, play. Yeah. I love I'm a huge Big Bang Theory. Love it. Yeah, like it's one relatable two pretty fucking funny and three like. Hilarious. Some of the puns that come out of that show are fantastic. I, just epic. So I started with season one, episode one, and my husband walked in and said, what are you doing? And I was like, <laughs> my next week's binge. Nice. I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I watch it every time it's on TV. If I'm trying to, like, if I need to do something, I'll have the Big Bang Theory on just playing. I, I probably know every word to every episode, but it's one of those things where I can just watch a million times. Yeah. Over and over and over again. We actually, but yeah, I have. Oh, sorry. Really played. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, when we were in Vegas at night, like when we were getting ready to go to sleep, like it was always on the TV, so that's what we watched before we went to bed. So yeah, Big Bang's pretty good. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Um, we did watch Professional Hugging last nice. night. Uh, it was the Poirier and McC- McConnor. McConnor. McGregor. I keep ca- wanting to call him McConnor. It's McGregor. Poirier and McGregor fight. <laughs> um, the card was... If you watch the fight, you probably are understanding my difficulties right now. The card itself was good. Okay. It was okay. Mm-hmm. It well, I mean, you buy the card to watch the main event, essentially. You know, that's a big fight. That's what all the hype's about. And then Connor s- steps back and breaks his ankle in the first round. Nice. It was so, I mean, the first, it was the end of the first round, too. Like, the first round of the final fight, they're, like, getting after it. Like, man, this could go either way. It's really good. Connor's throwing a bunch, throwing a bunch of kicks Poirier ends up on top on ground game. I mean, this could go different ways. You got five rounds. It's going to be a good fight. It's his first McGregor name? steps back. Connor? Yeah, it's Connor McGregor. Okay. Yeah. I keep, <laughs> okay. you know. Yeah, interchangeable. So, yeah. So, and then he steps back in, like, the last four seconds, and Poirier, like, beats fuck out of him for the last four seconds. But his leg's broken, so he can't get up. He can't do. He can't continue the fight. So by default, it obviously goes to the other player because yep. he can't fight anymore. But the, when the heavyweights came out, I think this was my favorite fight. When the heavyweights came out, um, and I'm not even going to try to do the names. Okay. There was a lot of alcohol. But the one dude came out to Spice Girls. And I was like, that's my fighter. He's going to win. <laughs> and I mean, like a minute and a half in, knocks the other fucker out. And I'm like. Tell me what you want. Come on, just <laughs> get it. 
and uh, he's Australian, and so every time he wins, he gets a shoe and a beer, and he has the shoe beer, drinks beer out of just a random yep. person's shoe. Yep. That is a thing, <laughs> by the way. That is a thing. Um, and my husband will proudly tell you about it. Like his mayor, I don't, prime minister, one of those very important political figures did it after a game one time, and it's been a thing since. Well. He did it. He did it in the ring. I don't know where he got a shoe and a beer, <laughs> but he did it in the ring. And then after his interview, you know, you get to watch the fight, the winner walk out and he's like going through all these fans and had like six sheer shoe beers. And then like the officers or the security guards are like trying to get him to yeah, like please. get out yeah. of the arena. And as he gets to the very like, when the stands in and the hallway begins, like people are just pouring their beers out and he's just standing there with his mouth wide open. Just, I was like, this kid is awesome. You come out to spice girls, you know, knock the dude out like a pretty good fighter. And then take like eight shoe beers. I don't know. And yeah. Nice. (laughs) Sounds very Australian. yeah. Yeah. And then, um, the very first fight on the card, this kid who clearly was a rookie and this other guy who had been doing this a while, but the rookie had green hair and he was like a zombie. You know how you, professional fighters, they bob and weave and they get out of the way. And they try to avoid getting punched in the face. Yep. This kid was a fucking Mack truck just getting his face smashed in and just kept going forward. And I was like, look at you for three rounds. And then the ref finally, I guess, thought he got punched in the face too many times and called it. Yeah. I felt really bad because he only had like 20 seconds left before it went to the judges. And I was like, you should just win on principle. As many times as he got punched in the face, like he should just win. He's still going. The guy never <laughs> faltered, just kept going forward. I was like, damn, kid. Man, he was in it. He was in it to win it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was I was rooting for him. I knew he had no shot in hell, but I was like, wouldn't that be cool? Because he got a few good hits in a few good hits in. I was like, hmm. but it was it was very weird. We did have a broken bone again. That's like what the third week in a row. I think so. Oh, lots of broken bones. Oof. Need more milk in their life. Telling you, man. I'm telling you. It was very. uh, Very interesting. Well, that's good. At least it was enjoyable. Yeah. Shoe beers. The shoe beers, for sure. That was that was very interesting. Australians are broken. Uh, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was just thinking, you know, yep. uh, I don't do feet. Like, uh, I can't do feet. Why? Like random shoes full of beer. Random shoes from random. Sh- Imagine putting oh. your shoe back on. <laughs> no. Oh. That's pretty good. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else was I so. going to say? Oh, we watched a movie called Stowaway. It's on Netflix. Hmm. And it's, okay. you know, your typical space disaster type movie. Okay. Like, there's only four main characters in the whole movie. Oh, wow. Okay. And shit goes cray. That's usually what happens. And the whole 
plot of the movie is them trying to figure out a way to survive a two, no, a five month trip to Mars. But the ending is very shocking. Like it's not the ending oh. you would expect. Huh. So it's got a twist. It does. It does. All right. I think Eric wants to try to get that uh, new Black Widow movie. Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. With what's her face? Scarlett Johansson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. She's hot. Looking, I mean, she's just hotty. Well, you know, when you got money and you got good jeans, you can drink from that fountain of youth every day. But yeah, she's not, she's not a bad looking lady. No, no. She's got nice. I think her ass is better than Captain America. Yeah, she's definitely got a nice lady, lady rear. End. She does a lot of squats. She does a lot of squats. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more than I do. <laughs> she probably does those upside down sideways ones too. <laughs> good times, good times yeah. that I will never have. Anyways, hey, you know. So, what topic topic you got for me today on this lovely episode of Coffee Cash Shatter? Well, should I welcome everybody first? Oh, you know, you do you. I can do the intro. You can at least, like, talk about how exciting and glowy our listener map is. Okay. So, hi. Welcome. (laughs) I can't remember if I did that at the beginning or not. But welcome to another episode of Coffee Chaos Chatter. I'm Sabrina. I have Sarah here with me. Hi. How's it going? Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually have some exciting news. I'm going to start this off with thank you, Tyler, for our first. donation. Yeah, first donation. Yep. So exciting. Yeah, I, I promise. really appreciate it. Yeah, we'll we'll also get your merch, like your little, you know, first time thank you merch in the mail once I get it. Still yep. designing yep. the coaster and the stickers. Woo-hoo. So we'll get it in the mail soon. really cool. Yeah. Really cool. But we really appreciate uh, the donation. And if you'd like to be cool like Tyler and donate, you can go to our Patreon um it's uh at coffee chaos chatter sarah will remind you after this um our map is lighting up it is like it is glowing across the u.s so we got some random ones like it's like chicken pox and it, it actually does look like little chicken pox little chicken pox yep but yeah i think it's really cool so thank you to all of our listeners out there. Um, I think, you know, clearly some of them are friends and family. We definitely appreciate you. But if we don't know you on a personal level, thanks for listening to us. We appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate the little, the little dots. Hopefully you're enjoying the content. It, it is very random, but we're having fun. So hopefully you guys are enjoying listening. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of fun. Yeah. Fun. All right, so uh, what are you going to uh... secret topic you about? Yeah, secret topic. 
So, like usual, I was scrolling through my Facebook news feed. Love it. Because I love it. I love that rolling my eyes at certain, you know, titles and then being surprised by other titles. Like the Haitian president being murdered. I did not see that. Over the weekend, yes. Wow. Uh, more than uh, almost two dozen people fucking raided his home, killed him in his sleep, injured his wife. What? Yeah. Injured his wife, huh? Injured. So I thought you said entered his no, no, wife. No, no, no. I was like, no, wait no, no. a minute. In- Hold on. <laughs> injured. He so murdered she- a man. <laughs> injured his wife. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that's that's horrible. So I'm still trying to like follow it to see what the motive was, but that's a lot of people out to get one man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, scrolling through newsfeed, and I came across this article that says a haunted. 17th century village in Scotland was for sale for 173,000 US dollars. Fuck yeah, let's buy it. Haunted. We'll just get alone. Haunted. A haunted abandoned village in Scotland. If we buy it, <laughs> it will just tell Zach Bagel Bites to go. Thank you, M, by the way, haunted. for Bagel Bites. Yeah. yeah. Emily from Good Old This Is Why We Drink. We love, love. Zach Bagel Love Bites. them. <laughs> Zach Bagelbites is my favorite. Yes. It, he'll never be Zach Baggins again. No, never. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love them. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so I found that kind of interesting. The article well, yeah. itself about it being for sale didn't really go into a lot of detail. So, of course, I did my own little research. Um, I used dailyrecord.co.uk and then I used one called the Scots Magazine. Okay. Just to get a little bit more background onto it or into it. So the thing about the village is it's said to still be haunted by the Lady of Lawyers. That's how I'm going to say it. It's L-A-W-E-R-S and Google pronunciation called it like Lowers, Lowers. Lowers. Okay. So it's somewhere, you know, in that realm. Okay. Gotcha. Um, I'm thinking lawyers like... No, there's no why. I in object. It. Oh. <laughs> it's like, it's like maybe we should buy that town. <laughs> law, law, laws? Anyways, um, her actual name is said to be Mary Campbell, but due to the lack of any information or corroborating information on her existence, it's still like up for dispute whether or not that was her real name and or if this area is haunted. Okay. Yeah. Well, if that's the only ghost, why don't we buy a town? So the thing with old Mary Campbell is she was said to be a soothsayer or like a fortune teller. Okay. So she is actually known to have predicted various things throughout her time in the like late 1600s. Wow. Yeah. So this, okay. it's been a while. wonder how she would do it today's world. We could give her cookies. She would be our friend. She would actually probably thrive in this environment because everybody on this planet is fucking insane. And so we support crazy things. Hell yeah. Yeah. She could like be making money reading poems for all we know. Uh, we would let her. Yeah. We would just buy the town and be like, hey, you go have a ghosty, poems? read your poem. 
<laughs> Would you like the ghosty lady of Lars to read your fucking palm? Well, here you go. Um, I'd let her read my palm. Maybe. Maybe not. So, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, you might get a gruesome ending. I story. mean, I know. Because it seems Crazy that shit. all of her predictions seem to be those of like negative consequence. So, I'll get into those ones. Oh man, maybe maybe if we give her cookies, that would change. Maybe, but how do you give a ghosty cookies? You get a cookie and you break murder, it up into You cards. murder the cookie. You murder the cookie, and then it's a ghost cookie, and she can have a cookie. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. Okay, I'm trying. Oh god. So it starts in 1669. When the little town mm-hmm. decided that they were going to build a church. And for some reason, this church really just bothered her. And she evidently wanted no part of this building being put in her town. Is she the Antichrist? So, I don't know. If doubtful, she's still haunting the village. So, <laughs> as she watched the Ridging Stones arrive by boat, she kept telling everybody that the stones themselves would never be placed on the roof of the church. And of course, everybody laughed at her and told her she was crazy. And of course, this church is going to get built. Like, don't be, don't be daft, you know. And as they were getting ready to assemble the rooftop, a big storm came through, like a rainstorm, and washed the majority of the rocks into the lock. And the townsmen were like, well, that that's that. They're, we're not getting those out of there, so guess we're not having a church. <laughs> so after that, of course, now, you know, the people of the village are like, this lady can tell the future. We probably shouldn't fuck with her, but if we need advice, we'll ask. Like, if we need some prediction made, then we'll definitely ask. She made another prediction about the church, like what was left of it. That once the tree that was planted beside it got to the height of the top of the roof, like the, what was supposed to be the roof, that the whole church and the land around it would split asunder. Earthquake. So that part I didn't, like there wasn't too much in the way of that. All it said was that once the tree did reach the height of the roof, like that part of the tree, a thunderstorm came by and destroyed what was remaining of the church. Wow. So the woman hated the church. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. She's like, but this- well, maybe she didn't hate the church. Maybe she just saw all this happening because the church was there. Maybe they just picked the wrong location for it. Maybe. Maybe it's like some super ancient burial ground. There you go. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Maybe wow. it's on a ley line. Oh. <laughs> and we have come full circle. <laughs> Trying to look and see if it was like if there was anything about it being on a ley line, but the like I didn't find anything about it. All right, so um, well, if we buy the town, we can figure it out. This is true. We can invite Zach Fagelbite. Exactly, and his team. Come on, kids, we got a ghosty for you, and tell me what happened right here in this spot. Don't get hit by electricity. Sign the waiver. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh following that uh the tree was unaffected 
yeah. the tree withstood the, the thunderstorm, but the church did not. Like, this church just was not meant to be. Yeah, it was not to be. So she mentioned that if anybody attempted to do harm to the tree, cut down the tree, do whatever to this tree, that something terrible would come to them and they would meet a grisly end. Ooh. So. Who tried to cut the tree? In 1870, <laughs> a farmer named John no. Campbell John. decided that, you know, lady of lawyer was just being sinister and she was just trying to threaten people because she liked the tree and the tree had no meaning, whatever. So he chopped the tree down and shortly afterwards he was gored to death by his bull and then the horse that drugged the tree away dropped dead. Oh! Whoa! That's crazy. Yep. But he said, fuck this tree, I'm chopping it down and then died. And his horse that touched the tree died too. Poor horse. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> like, I get the guy. Like, you're an asshole. The horse didn't do anything. Yeah, but, you know, horse drug the tree away, so she did say anything or any person that dared harm it. Do you think she cursed it, or do you think that was just... Like, I don't know. Like Maybe because if she is still haunting the place, maybe she was more than just a soothsayer or a fortune teller. Maybe she was more witchcrafty. Or maybe she just saw things that the rest of us can't see. Possibly. Like, Something there way before her. Yeah. And that thing is like, hey, could be one of those, uh, what are they called? Um, elemental things. Isn't that in the ghosty realm? Well, elemental things can, I think, be used and manipulated in the real life. Oh, okay. I think as long as you respect nature and the elements, you're good. Maybe she saw like one of the little earth elementals and he fell or she felt it fell in love with the tree. And she's like, hey, guys, I can see this happening. Leave the tree alone. <laughs> Old fuck face over there is like, fuck you. I'm going to cut it down anyways. Old John Campbell. John Campbell. John like, Campbell. This lady's full of crap. I'm going to chop this tree down anyway. That elemental said, yeah. Anyways. All right. And then um, she also claimed that, quote, the land will first be sifted and then riddled of its people and the jaw of sheep will drive the plow from the ground, unquote. And to this day, many people believe that she was predicting the highland clearances. And what that was, was these farmers had like little plots of land that they owned on the hillsides and they would farm, you know, whatever crops. Um, from that point though, the government like started taking over and forcing people out of their farming land to replace it with sheep. And it became like, so they took down like the little stone walls surrounding each little plot land and you know, filling that area with sheep. And after some time, it then became like this famine-ridden, like people were suffering because they had no place to go type thing oh. while the sheep roamed the landslide. Wow. So she predicted that. Um, and then the Scottish Highlands lasted for almost 100 years. Wow. So okay. imagine, you know, you lost your land. And I'm, I wanted to look into it more, but I didn't. But I wonder if that's 
I would have to look into it. But Braveheart, like, is that part of, like, the movie Braveheart? But I haven't seen it in so long, I can't remember what the plot behind it is. Uh, The plot behind Braveheart was them fighting for their freedom from England. It might be part of that. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Like, I need to do more reading about the Highland clearances other than their land was being taken from them to put yeah. sheep on it rather than food food stuff. Well, I mean, that would make sense because England was going in trying to trying to take over. Yeah. And then the last proper, prophecy, the last prophecy. Prophecy? <laughs> that she mentioned quite <laughs> often to the locals in her little village is she would often talk about seeing a ship drive, driven by smoke. And she talked about fire coaches, which to this day, people believe that she foresaw the invention of steamboats and railways and trains. But like. Oh, well, yeah, you got to think then 1600s. I bet people were. Could you imagine, though, like for us, I mean, we know what a steam engine and a tugboat is like. But can you imagine if you've never, like, how do you even imagine something like that? Uh, yeah, like, I think it would be along the same lines as, like, the in- Indian, like, indigenous Americans um, predicting sailboats or, like, you know, fast shipping boats. Because they would always talk about yeah. fast moving white clouds and, you know wooden horses or something like it was always this weird prophecy and for people that had never seen anything at that scale like I, they probably thought they were crazy <laughs> okay crazy <laughs> All right, exactly okay crazy like... sure <laughs> exactly stop pu- puffing that tube or whatever yeah. just yeah. set it down yeah. walk away you'll run with the bulls you'll be alright just uh, what else so one last thing that they did mention about her is there was a family called the Bredelbane family. And evidently she loathed their existence, like wanted nothing to do with them. And she kept making prophecies about this family that were not good. It didn't really go into details. But the prophecies about this family continued to come true up until 1948. And the wow. last one in 1948 was the Countess of Bred Bredelbane sold the house on her property and left on a gray pony, which is what the Lady of Lars said would happen Ooh. in the future, you know. So, but 1948, like Jesus. Wow. I know. So, um, for the longest time, the village was uh, so, like, nobody wanted to live in it. I'm sure the Scottish people don't want to buy it. It's only crazy people like Americans with $173,000 that are like, sign me up. <laughs> hey, let's just go to the bank. We'll take, a, we'll take out a loan and make it happen. Um, but it is said that she still, like, she still haunts that site. And she's still waiting for many of her unfilled prophecies to come true. So, evidently, there's more floating around about this area. Whatever you do, don't fucking touch the church. Like, just, the, that oh, no. stays there. No, that no. is ruins. It will stay there forever kind of thing. Um, and don't touch the, the tree trunk. 
Leave that. Well, like, the tree's already down. If like, it's still there. it regrew. Because old farmer John oh. Campbell and his horse met a gory end. You know, I just, I would say buy it Go and... Make your peace. Like, hey, I'm just here to live. You keep doing you. <laughs> build a wall around everything. Just build a wall around the church and the tree. And let Mark people just like go have fun. Landmark. Um, oh, yeah. And then one of her unfulfilled prophecies, and I have a feeling this has to do with like global warming, climate change, whatever you want to look at it as. But she said the time will okay. come when Ben Lars, which is the highest mountain in the southern part of Scottish, the, the Scottish Highlands, uh, will become so cold that it will chill and waste the land for seven miles. So she's saying, like, once it hits that point, it, yeah, I, and nothing will live or be able to grow on that, which I think is probably. That doesn't sound like a very good investment. <laughs> so about that loan. <laughs> as tempting as it is to call up my banker. But yeah, so Ben Lars, of course, this is where she gets Lady of Lars is because the village is on this mountainside. Uh, near Loch Tay, but it is one of the highest mountains in the Scottish Highlands, and yeah, but it's for sale. So if anybody's really interested and has a lot of money, they want to drop on it. I'm sure you can work out some things. You just need to learn like Scottish laws and get your like application to become a permanent resident or something. But so it's not just going to be one hundred seventy-three thousand dollars. You're still going to have to pay all the import fees and you know. Yeah. You're probably looking at like yeah. half a mil. Yeah, I got that in my you know, yeah. pocket change. Especially if you don't win in Vegas, <laughs> like <laughs> Right. <laughs> wow. So, that yeah, was like really I just I thought that was a that would be a really fun topic to talk about, especially since it was just like a random Facebook news feed find. I just want you to know our stories we have a lot of cross referencing. Yeah. It's not the same story, or in the same area, or even in the same country. But we are oh, on the same planet, oh, nice. so <laughs> that's uh that's really interesting. Especially from like a Facebook scroll, yeah. I'm impressed. Like I was just scrolling along because I I like I really want to talk more about just you know places off beaten path places and. But I always want to throw that, is it haunted, twist to it, because I always find that very interesting. There is my paranormal slash interesting future-telling soothsayer. I'm telling you, that woman just needs a cookie and a friend. She's hanging out to make sure that the mountain turns to ice, and then she'll be good. Oh, God, and then that's when Game of Thrones starts. She is the wife. Of the White Walker King. Oh, let's go with it. Oh, I'm running with it. I love it. Where's the ice wall, though? Where do Where do we put the ice wall? We'll figure that out when we get there. Iceland, Greenland, okay. Greenland. So that's Greenland. an island and not really a wall. That's all right. We can just make it stretch a little to the next. Yeah. Well, you kind of have Russia up to like the northeast. Yeah. So you can do that. Yeah. Siberia thing going. I mean, it's a huge wall. It's got to be huge. Then we just got to find dragons. Simple. 
We could just get a get, get three yes. Komodo dragons, dye them various colors, and put wings on them. Look at that. <gasps> See, <laughs> we've got this. We've got Bring this. It Bring it on, Winterfell. Yes. Bring so it on. There, there you go. That is my story. What's your story? That's really cool. What did you find? Um, I am doing a story about. Mr. Alvin King. I feel like I've heard this name. You should. I feel like I've heard this uh, name. It's Ma's. It's Ma's request. Oh! Her little Honda, like, murder massacre yes. church ordeal. Yeah! Oh, that's good. Yes. There was no information. Oh, no. <laughs> anywhere. Oh, no. So, um... But I'm going to read what I got okay. because it is interesting. The little little tidbits I did get, it is interesting. Uh, so Alvin Lee King, okay. he was born in 1935. He was raised in Corpus Christi by his parents who owned a liquor store, okay. a pawn shop, and a jukebox leasing company. Mm. They were all over the place. Sounds the Texas definition. Yes, the definition <laughs> of crazy. Anyways, um, King came to Dangerfield in 1966 with his wife, Gretchen, his daughter, Cynthia, and his son, Alvin Lee King IV, to teach high school math. Oh, Wait, can we time he out? He was a math teacher. How did, hmm? was old Daddy-O the third? The or- guy, the guy that I'm talking about, I believe, is the third. Okay, I just wanted to make sure yeah. he didn't just, like you know, go American and decide to just throw the fourth on the end of his son's name. I believe he was the third. Okay. I believe he went there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I do believe he went there. <laughs> um, so in 1966, after he moved, at some point he goes back to Corpus Christi to visit his parents. Uh, while he was there, he was examining a 12-gauge shotgun when it somehow discharged, killing his father. The coroner ruled the death accidental. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Okay. So that was his first murder. Yep. His own father. His own father. I don't know if father-son had good, bad, ugly relationship. Yep. Uh, it didn't really go into his childhood. So. Okay. But it does say that uh, he worked at the Dangerfield High School. Uh, King was considered a brilliant but oddball. Um, he refused to sign an orth, an orth, Jesus, an orth, yes, mm. an orth, like an, re- an oath authorization. <laughs> an oath? Yes, uh, I guess back then teachers, local teachers, had to sign an oath acknowledging God, and he said he wasn't going to do it. His teaching methods were somewhat bizarre. For instance. He let students whose mark fell between B's and C's cut a deck of cards to determine their final grade. What? Boy, it would suck if you pulled like a two hearts. Right? <laughs> can I just take my C and go home? Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> can I keep the C? Like, do I get a choice? Yeah. So in 1972, he quit teaching, stating he would rather quit than teach retarded students. Wow. Then he became a truck driver. This guy was not all there. I feel like it doesn't really say, I mean, clearly he was a quirky teacher. Uh, but I feel like he 
he may have like understood math and didn't know how to teach it to people who didn't understand math. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to call your students retarded, it doesn't say what high school level of math. So I don't know. But he quits his job and becomes a truck driver. Okay. That's yeah. <sighs> That's fair. Cray cray. Mm-hmm. Anyways, five years later, his house burns down under mysterious circumstances. King then moves his family to a 100-acre farm where he raises peas and cucumbers, collects guns, and practices judo. (laughs) Okay, have you seen those YouTube videos of the Judy Chop? This little redneck guy thinking he knows judo and he calls it a Judy Chop? No, I have not. he's like, oh my god, okay. Hold, please. Well, uh, after this, you will get some videos. Okay. So, uh, but this is what I picture when I read this. So you'll laugh about this later. But so he's on a farm. You talked about farms. Only he's raising peas and cucumbers. I feel like those two things do not go together at all. But that's what he's doing. He collects guns. I don't know. Like what Texas citizen doesn't collect guns? Exactly. And practices judo. Like all we're missing there is, hey, Bubba, where's my beer? You know, or hold my beer and watch this. Yeah, he probably said that too. (sighs) Yeah, but it's not in the story. Yeah, that's okay. Make it better. No, like we already know that if he's doing Judy chops, he's more than likely saying, "Yo, boy, (laughs) hold this beer, watch this shit." You know, hold my beer and watch this. (laughs) Uh, So, um, as far as most people in Dangerfield were concerned, the Kings had dropped from sight until Cynthia was twenty-one. She showed up at the police station last October and complained that for the last, last October, like it was yesterday. Okay. Back then. Um, and complained for 10 years, her father had been forcing her to have sex with him. She told the officers that she finally decided to file charges of incest against him at the urging of a friend, Stanley Sinclair, 20 son of a Methodist minister. So, for, what, what is this? Uh, five, six, seven years. Nobody hears from them. Then all of a sudden, Cynthia shows up and says her father's been molesting her, uh, raping her, and she's ready to file charges. Where the uh, fuck is the mother? Very good question. Okay. Yep. He probably killed her. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Okay. The following month after that happened, Sinclair was stabbed to death in Houston. So Stanley Sinclair, the friend that urged her to go to the cops, gets stabbed in Houston. King, who was scheduled to go on trial for incest, asked several townspeople who happened to be members of that first Baptist church to testify as a character witness, and they all refused. So nobody had his back. He's saying he didn't do it. She's saying he did it. Well, not only that, but like you haven't heard from these people for years. And out of the blue, the daughter's like, oh, my God, my dad's a fucking creeper. Somebody help me. And now shit's going crazy. Yeah. So he thinks he can just go to a church. They're going to be friendly and be like, oh, yeah, of course, you're being misrepresented. No, that's not what happened. They all refused. 
Well, it was a Sunday. The day before his trial was to open, King rose early, ate breakfast, then suddenly overpowered his wife and tied her to a chair. She's still alive, but she's tied to a chair. <laughs> to this day, still sitting to in this chair. <laughs> uh, he said, I love you and I don't want to hurt you. He scribbled the cryptic passage on a scrap paper, armed himself, and sailed forth with his white Ford Fiesta to make war on the parishioners. So this is the day of the, sh- the shooting. Is that his encrypted coding? Is that what he wrote down? Yes. Okay. I love you and I don't want to hurt you. Yes. Okay. Is what he scribbled. Okay. Scribbled the cryptic passage on a scrap piece of paper. Yes. It's his, been a while since I've read this article. His, he took his fucking, what am I trying to say here? Trusty white, white steed. <laughs> his little Ford Fiesta. To cause to mayhem upon the plebs. The parishioners. All right. So, (laughs) Mom, this was a good story. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, King was wearing army fatigues, a flak jacket, a helmet, and carrying an arsenal of an AR-15 rifle with a bayonet, an M1 rifle, a (laughs) pearl-handed .22 caliber pistol, a .38 cal pistol, slugged over his shoulder was a pack stuffed with 250 rounds of ammunition. Who the fuck puts a bayonet on an AR-15? Like, what? (laughs) It's like that YouTube video of the guy with the most tactical AR. Yeah. Like, it's got a little snack holder. Yeah, he he is like... He is like civil warring the shit. I don't know. Bayonet, got it. So, he... um, So, what happens is he kicks in the door... Mm -hmm screams this is war and opens fire with the ar-15 he killed five people including a seven-year-old girl and wounded 11 before fleeing to the nearby fire station he then critically wounded himself with a shot in the forehead from the 22 so he didn't even use he was way overpacked why didn't you just fucking bayonet yourself i don't know okay so he's a coward that used the yes. wrong. Okay. Yes. Got it. But uh, he did end up killing five people yes. um, in this, which is just horrible. So when the police went to his isolated farmhouse, eight miles from the danger filled church, uh, they discovered his wife, Gretchen bound to the kitchen chair. So she was rescued yeah. with rope and a telephone cord on the table was a note that said, Jeremiah says the king is the king of kings. In the basement, the officers found a letter from the Soviet embassy in Washington informing King that he would not become a Soviet Union, plus records uh, of about three hundred dollars deposited in a spring in the this or last the spring that he was all this happened in a Swiss um bank and passports for King and his wife to go to the Soviet. Uh, The deputy deputy sheriff Emmett Kennedy said he definitely had something planned. And that is all that they told me about this guy. 
So that's the end of the story. That's the end. I mean, it just abruptly ends. I have searched high and low. Uh, it didn't tell me. I couldn't even find his trial. I know that he shot himself in the head, but he lived. He didn't do a very good job. Yeah, he critically wounded himself, but he didn't die. Um, it's like nowhere. I looked at newspapers. I went to Murderpedia. I went to the Dangerfield website. I can't find. That's really weird. Yeah. Like you still found quite a bit though, but like. Yeah. So he was planning to go to Soviet Russia? Yes. That is going to be my guess. Or, yeah. And the Russians said that, yeah, they would take him or no, they would not. They would not. He did not qualify to be a Soviet citizen. That's fair. Even even (laughs) though. He deposited $300 in a Swiss bank account, had passports for him and his wife. So really essentially what happened is his daughter accused him of incest. And rape. He lost his mind. Killed her friend because you know damn well he killed her. Oh, yeah. And then fucking shot up the church because they didn't want to back him. Yep. What a fucking coward. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then he tried to kill himself so he wouldn't get caught. Mm-hmm. Well, not so he wouldn't get caught, so he wouldn't go to jail. Yeah. He wouldn't have to pay the consequences. Yeah, for his stupid ass actions. What a dumb, what a dumb. So, there's your story, Mom. It abruptly ended, and I have <laughs> spent two weeks on this, and uh, I just... Now, I know she did mention that at that church, like, as the church is still there, that they have a plaque for, like, a memorial for those that were killed. And Oh, that's cool. Yeah, you can, like, go and look at it and pay respects or whatever. So that's pretty cool. Like, sad. Yeah. It's very sad, but. But it's good that they're still remembered. Yeah. And you know. the fact that the church isn't being torn down or whatever, because it's a pretty old church at this point. Well, keep laws in Scotland. Yeah. Law, uh, law, Lady mm-hmm. of Lars. Yes. Oh. We're going to keep her in Scotland. Leave this church alone. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting. We had some some similar similarities. And for somebody who's, you know what? Yeah. I can't find what happened to him. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I have looked and I have looked. Well, Maybe your friend G will find it. Maybe G or if any of our listeners happen to get bored and want to look and like send us what they find, that'd be pretty good. But yeah, it's yes. yeah, really strange that they don't have anything like it just the end. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, whatever happened of his wife and whatever happened to his kids? Oh, or I'm the- sure changed their names. And I mean, he, he kind of, wait, 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 wait. He, so after he, um, tried to shoot himself in the head, he was actually sent in stable condition to Tyler hospital where, uh, his wound, he had a slight graze. It didn't require immediate surgery facing four murder, murder complaints. King last night. Uh, let's see when this was in 1980, uh, Transferred to John Seeley Hospital in Galveston um, to the Criminal Detention Center. 
we had any idea who's going to do it. Uh, oh, so it doesn't say. Okay. All okay. this is just kind of redundant. I mean, it just, it, the, the only thing that they tell, tell you is he shot up the church the day before he was supposed to go on trial for incest. For incest. Yeah. yeah. Well. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He tried to hang himself in Morris County drill, in jail with two strips of towels two years later. Huh. I'm guessing he failed that, too. Yeah, it says he tried. Yeah. <laughs> no, he did. He hanged himself. So he did. He succeeded. Huh. So on January 19, 1982, he hanged himself in Morris County Jail with strips of a towel. Two years later. So, ultimate coward. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's new. When did they add that? I don't know. Because I was not there when I was researching. <laughs> Went to this website like eight times. but Well, that was a, that was a good topic. I'm glad my yeah. mom sent it. Sorry it took so long for us to get to it. Sorry, Ma. We got it but covered. We got it. So, Alvin King, he uh, that's why he shot up the church. Yeah. Because... He was supposed to go on trial for incest, and he couldn't handle it. And then two years after the shooting, he hung himself in Morris County Jail with a towel. The end. The end. What a coward. Sucker. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Well, that's all I got. That's all I got. That was a good episode. It was. I had a lot of fun. I missed you. I missed your face. You're not allowed to go on vacation no more. Uh, yeah, no. Just... We're uh, yep, that's we're gonna have to bid a big no on that. I, take, I know. I take a pretty major vacation at least once a year, so. Yeah, you have to. You kind of have to. Yeah, especially when the Navy starts taking away your days when you get too many. Oh, <gasps> yeah. you earned those days. I know. You worked hard for those days. I worked really hard. Sold half my soul. So you better take them. Don't let them take them away. I won't. All right. Even if you have to come see me. Yeah, eventually. Gotta yeah. make plans for that. When I move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we can have our toes in the water and our ass in the sand. Can we do it the other way around? Ass in the water, toes in the sand? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have a wet ass, but it works for me. <laughs> hey, the, the upside to that is there's none of that fucking slimy ass lake weed at like your grandmother's that is house. A- <laughs> The lake house, yes. That fucking Ooh. lake weed. It just, oh. <laughs> you just knew yeah. you were getting pulled under if you touched it. Yes. yes. It was a lot of screaming till we got to the <laughs> stomp. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. That was good. I miss that. I miss the I simple life of high school kids' life. Oh, I'm telling you. I'm like trying, really? Trying to convince Maria to jump my... off that bridge was. God. Like trying to pull teeth. Yeah. God, but she finally jumped. She did. Did she jump? Yeah. She did. She finally did once, and that I think that's all we got out That of was her. it. That was all she <laughs> wanted. <laughs> She's like, okay, I did it. Done. Nope. I experienced that once in my life. Never again. <laughs> she had fun, though. Yeah. That was a good time. We had a great time. All right. Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed these two episodes. Had a lot of fun researching them. I kind of wish there was a little bit more information on both of them, but yeah, you kind of got the gist. If you want to do your own research, you're more than welcome. Uh, we'll definitely post the links and pictures and stuff on the website once it releases. Yes. Uh, and if you learned something new, let us know. 
We'll uh, we'll add it to you. You hear us add shit all the time. Yeah. Let us know if you find something that we didn't cover. Yeah, and if we'll, if we, oh, sorry. That that was. Oh, I was gonna say if there's a topic you want us to discuss, send us an email, coffeechatter mm-hmm. at gmail dot com, or you can send us a message on Facebook. Also, coffee chaos chatter. Um, uh-huh. Instagram, we have we are on that. Uh, I usually try to keep the reels. And the little videos, you know, stories popping with uh, release dates, release times. Uh, huh. Let's see. Well, that's cool. How do you do that? Uh, a lot of practice and, and uh, gift stickers and stuff. Awesome. I can okay. show you after this. Okay. I'm very tech savvy. Well, that's amazing because yes. I am not. And uh, we are working on a little, like, media project. We, uh, I am. Working on it. Sabrina's giving me input, so uh, stay tuned. We'll give the big reveal once it's oh, ready. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we're working on a couple little merch items, so if you do become a Patreon supporter. Uh, way cool merch, by the way, guys. Yeah, Sabrina way is cool. super excited about it. I am so <laughs> excited. <laughs> like I am, like, gonna, uh, I mean, I've got to have some anyway, so. Yep, so once we get that. I'm so- yeah, once we get that uh, sorted, we'll definitely have it available. So, Patreon support. Uh, I think that's about it. Um, you can go to our website, coffeechatter.com. You can get all of this information from there. So, any of the yes. podcast goods, links that we did our research on, as well as the platforms that we stream to. And, yeah. So, oh. So, this was fun. Way fun. Did Leo have something to input? Uh, I mean, he looked at me and growled, so I'm pretty sure his input was, we did a good job. Okay. So, uh, that's what I'm going to, mom, look at me, look at me. Okay, you did a good job. Now I'm going to look away. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.